Well, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sermons on Cars. For everybody who's tuning in, I hope you are enjoying this stuff. Um, would you please uh, subscribe to the channel? You can check it out on any uh, any podcast. If you want to listen to it in the car and not be under the threat of watching something while driving. Um, for the record, uh, I am buckled and I am a uh, licensed driver in the state of Virginia. Uh, today's Sermons and Cars brought to you by the F-150. It's what we are driving around town in today. Um, and we're going to jump back into the idea of um, uh, this idea that in church settings we tend to we tend to formularize, we tend to make things formulaic. And I don't know if it's that cut and dry, right? Okay? The, the risk when we formulize things, formula arise. I don't know if that's a word, but the risk we do is we we kind of make things black and white. Um, we tend to make them binary, and really it's not. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of give and take here. Um, so where I want to launch us into is just getting us to think freely around the idea of the question, what must I do to be saved? The answer is often given in church world, believe in Jesus. And then we somehow have assimilated that to our understanding of gospel. I want to come back to gospel right now uh, on another time, but for right now, if we're going to approach the question, I think it's important that we have a baseline. And our baseline should honestly be, how did Christ himself answer the question? And when we look at his answer, it's going to help us engage the question for our context today. So, anytime you hear somebody preaching in the New Testament using what must I do to be saved? And they're preaching from Acts or in Romans or whatever chapters, their verses or letters they want to use. It's important that we bring it back to a baseline. So our baseline is in Luke. It's Luke chapter 10. An expert in the law comes to Jesus and says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What must I do to inherit eternal life? And I love and this is just normal stuff with Jesus. He's going to ask you. Like, I don't know, what do you think? So this expert in the law, this religious leader, responds by saying, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus says, yes. Do this, and you will live. Let's just, before we go any further, it's do this and you will live. You will do this and you will have your zoe, the Greek for life, eter life that lasts, life everlasting, not your psyche life, right? But your zoe life. This is the, this is the, the thing we all seek. Immortality is associated with this type of life. Do this and you will live. Okay, so every first century Palestine Jew had a familiar understanding of this idea of loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? When Jesus is asked in another gospel, I don't remember which one it is, what, what are the two greatest commandments? What does he say? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So, do this, he says, and you will live. It's interesting to me that Jesus has an operating and understanding that this is what you do to inherit eternal life. 
somehow today in our in our church settings when when people ask the church what must I do to be saved what do they say believe in the Lord Jesus what does that even mean most people are gonna tell you it's you go to church you raise your hand in church you've had some sort of conversion experience so now you're you're going to assimilate to a lifestyle a living um you're going to take you know morality 101 right you're going to take that class and you're not gonna you're gonna don't eat uh the 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 stuff that you're not supposed to eat you don't right so this is you're, you're supposed to wash your hands a certain way you're supposed to don't sit with sinners and Oh wait, no. That's that's the that was the mindset in first century Palestine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got confused because that's the exact same thing that happened with Jesus. He'd go sit with sinners, and the Pharisees, the religious leaders, they'd be all like, "Why is your teacher sitting with sinners? Why is he eating with them? Why is he living with them?" But today, you have the same experience. You're supposed to believe in Jesus and then go to church. You get into a disciple group. You know, you quit smoking cigarettes. All right, you don't look at porn. You don't. Uh, you don't cheat on your taxes. Uh, you stop getting hammered. Uh, you don't do drugs, and um, you basically um, you basically become a straight edge now, right? You, 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 that's your life, okay? And now, if you do those things, then the church accepts you into its fold. And then you can do other things in the church, like you can now become a leader in the church, and you can uh, you can lead worship in the church, right? Here, but but what happens if you step outside of those boundaries? Well, then now you're not you're not fit for leaders. You're not fit for, and now they'll somehow. And if you if you turn from it, uh, and you kind of go and go to another path. You know, you get associated with these other verses in the Bible that's like, don't, he's one that's, she's one that has put their hand to the plow, but then they took one hand off and they've looked back. And I think Jesus is saying it's, it's a little, it's, it's a little bit more colorful when you're following me. Now, my next episode is really going to delve into the nitty gritty of this stuff of, okay. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Got it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Got it. Wait a sec. Do I have it? Uh, I don't know. Huh. All right. I think that's enough for right now. Chew on it. What does it mean to be saved? Let's just have a baseline simple baseline to operate from love the Lord your God with all your heart soul mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself that's your baseline oh but what does it mean to love your neighbor as yourself think about that for a little bit chew on it I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments below I love the thoughts if you disagree with me Subscribe to this. Check it out on the Apple, the iTunes, the Spotify. You can listen to it in your car. Love to know what you think. Next episode is going to be delving into this because the, the expert in the law then says, well, what must... Uh, it's like it says that he wanted to justify himself. And so he said, well, who is my neighbor? 
and then we get the wonderful parable of the good Samaritan. All right, guys, that's it for today. Sermons in Cars, one of your hosts, Tony. Talk to you later. I'm out.